to another episode of Grow Your Patch with Shannon Crocker, where here we discuss growing your own food in whatever size patch of dirt that you have access to. Hello and welcome to episode number four of Grow Your Patch and today I'm discussing the easiest livestock to own and one that you can absolutely have in the city, your humble chook. And if you are someone who loves fresh eggs, then getting a few chooks is something you should absolutely consider. They are very easy to maintain and with a few simple tips, you will have fresh eggs nearly all year round, but we will get into that. So first off, when you are thinking about getting a chook, there's a few things that you are going to need. You are going to need some sort of pen. Now, the reason is, is that unfortunately, chooks are more often than not prey to many predators. So you need something that is going to protect them. And it depends on your location, but something that is enclosed is is probably highly recommended. I have three pens. Two are open-topped, but they do have a shelter that the chooks can get into to get away from, say, for example, hawks and that kind of thing. And my middle pen is fully enclosed and that's where I have my grower, my grower hen, so my my half-grown chickens. So you need somewhere that is going to be protected for them. The other thing you're going to need is some sort of roost. Chooks like to get up off the ground to sleep at night. So you're going to need some sort of roost and you're going to need some layer boxes. Now, You can do anything with layer boxes. Personally, the best layer boxes I have found are old lawnmower catchers. They are great. The chooks like to get in underneath them. They they often have vents at the top. So when it gets quite hot in summer, it helps the chooks because they have a little bit of ventilation. And the great thing about mower boxes is you can move them around. But it all depends on your preferences. And I've seen some wonderful pens that are when you lift the laying box up and you don't have to go into the pen to get eggs, all sorts of different things. I think the world is your oyster when it comes to designing chook pens. But in reality, they don't need a palace (laughs) for a chook pen, just something that is functional, going to protect them. A lot of people have chook tractors, which you can move around, which is an excellent idea. It helps the chooks get fresh grass if they're not getting let out all the time. So just discussing your basic bringing home some chooks. You've got your pen organized, you've got your layer box, you're going to usually some sort of produce store or you're going to a breeder and you're purchasing chooks. Things you want to be looking out for at this time of year, especially a lot of chooks are, they're just about to come onto the lay, even if they're older. So if you're buying older chooks, they should be about to be either, they should be laying or about to start laying. Uh, There are lots of people that have pullets coming on all year round at produce stores. So if you're going into a produce store, you're most likely going to be buying some sort of hybrid layer. Things you want to look for with your hybrid layer is you want to have a look at the comb development. If you're not sure what a comb is, it's the red floppy thing that is on the top of their head and the wattles are the things that hang down either side of their cheeks. Now with the hybrid layers, those you want to, if possible, get them that have their developed 
and they are either red or going red because once your hen gets bigger waddles and comb and they go red, it means she is very, very, very close to laying. Sometimes you can go to those produce places and you can find hens. They have little to no comb and waddle development and it means that they are a fair way off laying. But it they will come on, it just you might have to be patient. So you're looking for chooks with good waddle and comb development. You're looking for a good color or decent sized ones. If you get there, sometimes there'll be none with any color. So just go for the ones that have the bigger combs and waddles. The next thing you want to be looking for when you're picking your hens is obviously you don't want anything that looks sick. No runny noses, no hens that look like they're breathing hard or just look dull. There's a definite uh, sick chook look and you will know it. If you've seen it before, you'll know what I'm talking about. They look dull try not to get anything that looks dull. If you're going to pick a uh, some chooks from, say, a breeder, all, there are so many different breeds and so many of their waddles and combs are different and the colors are different. So if you're going to have a look at purebred anything, make sure you know what you're looking for. And if you're not quite sure what you're particularly looking for, so for example, if I'm going to go and have a look for an Aracana, I know the different features I'm chasing so that I'm breeding purebred Aracanas. But if you're going for just a layer, a crossbred of any description, again, just have a look. Make sure the birds look healthy. Make sure they're not old. There are a lot of instances of people being sold hens that are supposedly young and you know they're old so just have a look at them you'll get a feel and you'll be able to pick your birds and bring them home now a couple of things to remember when you bring those birds home first off if you have chooks already keep your new chooks separate from your original chooks and there's a couple of reasons for this the first reason is you're better to have them housed near them so the chooks can get a little bit used to each other before introducing them together because chooks have what they call a pecking order. And what happens with a pecking order is sometimes chooks will target new chooks. They will keep them away from food. They'll keep them away from shelter and you won't even know it's happening. And you'll then have either very sick or dead chooks because they haven't been able to access any food and they've just been kept away. So the other reason you want to keep your new chooks separate from your old chooks too is purely disease. So we all know in the chook industry, we all know of someone who's brought home chooks and then a week or two later, those chooks have got sick. And if they've been in with your original chooks, all of a sudden your chooks can get sick and it really isn't good. So just make sure you keep them separate. I like to keep them separate for about two weeks. And then once they're all good, put them in together. But just say you're bringing home chooks for the first time, you're putting them in your pan, what are you feeding them? This is a, it's a big question. What are you going to feed your chooks? I like a good layer mash. You can get pellets if you want to. There, there are so many different options for chooks. But if you're bringing home hens that are about to lay, buy some sort of layer mash or layer pellet. And the other thing to remember with chooks is they love greenery. So if you're not letting your chooks out every day, then consider 
getting them some greenery, picking them some greenery, lawn clippings, anything from your veggie patch. Um, my veggie patch is right next door to my chook pen. So if I'm not throwing things in my compost, quite often extra leaves and all those sorts of things go straight over the fence into my chook pen and they love it. My chooks get let out. I have two pens of chooks and they get let out on alternate days. So usually what happens is once I get to about three o'clock in the afternoon, uh, they've usually finished laying for the day. And so I let them out for a good few hours in the afternoon for them to scratch around with. So you've got your food, you've got your chooks, you've got your shelter. What's the timeline of a chook? And this is a very interesting thing because a lot of people don't realize that chooks have a specific laying period and they also like, like us, like to go on holidays. So right now is peak laying for chooks. You'll find even your old chooks will be laying now. But heading on to usually around Easter, you might start to notice that all of a sudden your lovely pretty chooks are looking pretty ugly (laughs) because they're starting to molt. Molting is a completely normal process that occurs in chooks. And what it happens, it's when they're over 12 months old. And what it happens, what happens is they shed their old feathers and replace them with new feathers. The thing is with molting is that chooks can't consume enough protein to be able to molt and lay eggs at the same time. So at this time, they're sole concentration is to shed those ugly old feathers and re-feather up so that they're looking, you know, nice and pretty. The problem is, is that molting usually occurs in our autumn and they feather up and then all of a sudden the daylight hours decrease and chooks need a certain amount of daylight every day to lay. Now, I just want to put a little disclaimer in here. If you were to buy chooks, I highly recommend buying pullets, um, young pullets, either at the end of the year. So, um, you know, for example, now or your absolute best bet is to buy point of lay hens in, say, April, just before Easter, because those chooks, they won't stop laying because they don't have their malt and they'll continue to lay throughout your winter. So keep that one in mind. But say you've got these hens, they are 12 months old. They will malt over that sort of um, that autumn period. And then again, when the sunlight drops off, they will stop laying. Often chooks stop laying over winter purely because they don't have those those longer daylight hours. Now you can do all sorts of different things with this. Uh, once my chooks have feathered up and they are all looking good again, I actually have a light on a timer that comes on down near my chook pen to give my chooks those extra couple of hours that um, that they need to to be able to lay over the winter period so that I don't have to buy eggs. That is something you can do. I know some people have solar lights on. If you have a chook pen that is near some power, you can do what I do and have a light on a timer. There's all sorts of different options with with what you do there. The biggest thing I suggest too is in that molting period to help your chooks molt and to refeather up much more quickly would be to increase their protein intake. 
So now's a really good time for a couple of days of during the week to give them some extra protein. They love cheap tin tuna, for example, or you can buy meat meal and mix it through. So I, I'm pretty sure your usual layer mash is around that 17% protein. I think you can buy ones that are slightly higher. And so I really advise a couple of times during the week to give them that bit of extra protein because it will really, it will really boost them along. So you've got your chook. That's a timeline. Um, they molt, go a little bit off the lay, depending on what you want to do, you're going to have to expect you will get reduced eggs over winter. But then come into now, for example, and we are in, well, we're in October now, but my chook started to come on the lay at the end of August and you will find everything will be laying. And so all of a sudden you have an abundance of eggs. A couple of things to remember with eggs. So if you bring them inside, what you want to do is if you can get away with not washing your eggs, do that because non-washed eggs in a fridge will last you about three months. They have a protective bloom on them. And so that protective bloom helps to keep bacteria out. Once you wash them, they lose that protective bloom and they are their lifespan is really diminished. Once, If you wash eggs, they should always go into the fridge straight away. Um, but if you don't wash eggs, they can be, depending on your weather, obviously if it's 40 degrees, you're not going to leave your eggs out on the bench um, for weeks on end. But if it's weather like it has been here at the moment, so we've been sort of having 27 degree days and that kind of thing, my eggs are more than happy living on my kitchen bench. But what I'm also doing is I'm popping them into egg containers, egg cartons. I'm writing the dates on them and I'm putting them in the fridge so that I know I've got a supply up in the fridge as well. If needed, that is, that is okay. But yeah, something to consider when it comes to your eggs, if you want to make sure you've got eggs for a longer period of time. Okay. So you've got your chooks, you've got your bit of a timeline when it comes to chooks, when it comes to a lifespan of a chook, you know, it it can really vary, but the chooks biggest productive years of their life are when they're younger, most especially that first 18 months of a chook, once they start laying, is their most productive egg period. But I have hens that are four years old and, you know, they'll still give me an egg every second day or so at the moment. The other thing to consider is with any sort of livestock, you get sick stock or unfortunately dead stock. So you just have to be prepared for a chook that is unwell. It sometimes happens. So I'm going to run through a few little things that you can keep an eye out for and a few little things of what you can do to help your chooks maintain their health. The first thing is I highly suggest you worm your chooks. I like to do mine at the start of each season. I use worming solution. So what I do is the night before I take the chooks water away. The next morning I mix up the solution. I add it to their water and they only have that water for the day. And then that night I get rid of it. The important thing to remember here is that you repeat this process in two weeks time. So that way you've killed that whole cycle of worms. Worms can make chooks really unwell. It can also hinder their laying ability. So I highly recommend you making sure you worm your chooks regularly. Another thing to keep an eye out for is, as I said earlier in the episode, you know, a dull, sick looking chook. Sometimes you just get them. Your best bet is to grab the chook, 
take it out of the pan, put it in its own little pan away from the others in case what it has is contagious. And then I like to add a bit of vitamins to the water. The best, one of the best tips I've ever been given is actually adding Vegemite to the water. I guess it's the vitamin B in it, but it has really helped. And then you can monitor the chook and look to see what's going on. Has it just been kept away from the food and it needs a good feed? Has it got some respiratory issues going on? You know, is it egg bound where they've had an egg that's that's got stuck and you might need to help remove the egg in that case? But keeping an eye on the chook will give you an idea of what's going on and then hopefully you can find ways to combat what's happening to them. Unfortunately, though, you can sometimes do everything in your power and the chook has just got unwell and they do die. And we also have to remember that they don't have a huge lifespan. So as they get older, they are more susceptible. The other thing I really want to cover very quickly is heat with chooks. What I've noticed is quite often when it comes to summer, the last thing that everybody thinks about is their poor chook. And they really, really do feel the heat. And so if you're somewhere where it gets quite hot, I would advise you have some sort of ability to cool them down when it gets to, I like to spray my chooks with a hose or I set a sprinkler on a timer when the days are going to be over 38 degrees. I like to be able to give them access to extra water dishes that they can stand in. Quite often chooks will stand in water to help cool them down. So you can put shallow dishes with water. Some people like to put some dishes out with some big frozen ice cubes that they've frozen in like um, your ice cream containers. And then the chooks sort of peck at that ice during the day and then they stand in it. Like, as I said, a hose with a timer, or if you're at home, you can go out and give them a hose. The other thing is, is just making sure that their shelter Um, their, their pen has some good shelter in it so that they do have shade. It's, it's really important. Uh, so many people I know, uh, you know, have lost chooks in summer due to heat. And unfortunately I am no exception to that rule. There has been days where I have been away or I've been, you know, too busy down the paddock or whatever the case may be. And I've come home, it's been 40 odd degrees and one of my older chooks has gone down or, you know, it's happened a couple of times, not too often. We don't usually lose too many chooks here, but it has happened in the past. And now I'm just more vigilant. And as I said, for me, I've found the easiest thing I can do is put put a sprinkler on a timer, have it come on at that hot period of the day. And then I'm not having to be down there if, if I'm away, it's, and I know the chooks are okay. So that's just something else to think about as well. But I hope today's episode has given you a bit of insight in regards to chooks. And I hope that you give them a go and enjoy them. They are fun little creatures to have around and having fresh eggs is just wonderful. Thanks so much for listening. Remember, you can tune in next Monday for another episode of Grow Your Patch. In the meantime, if you are on Instagram and you want to see what happens in my life behind the scenes, feel free to give me a follow at a country mum. Have a great one.